that came by, everybody's face was still in that, that, that shock, as we all are this week, losing Travis. And again, in fact, today, I still haven't erased it off the board. Today, normally, Travis would be coming down the hall and boom, Friday, pop it in on the show. Yeah, in case for people that may not have been around yesterday, I mean, we uh, Travis Dunn would normally be on soon. Right. Sadly, we lost him on Wednesday. Uh, just, it's still hard to, I can't even yeah. believe those words are still coming out of my mouth, but suddenly passed away on Wednesday. So just, it's, uh, it's just hard to believe. It really is. Unexpectedly at 65. Yeah. And you're right, Derek. He'd be popping in. You guys would be over oh, on that man, side sitting next to each other. and squeeze we'd, next to each other. We'd get, this, in, <laughs> we'd get into the with thing. With this long 6-5 frame. Right. Uh, Fridays uh, amongst our roundtable, we do uh, chat hockey. Darren Looker will actually uh, uh, step in in that spot normally where we have Travis at, at 20 to talk about North Dakota hockey, who's off this weekend. And then as we learned, you know, for those that didn't know, and I'm glad maybe you, you took the time to find out more about Travis, and we had Scott Taylor on yesterday. For those that didn't know, it, it's, a, it's a career and a, and a life that, that spans uh, many different facets, including getting back into the broadcast round. But it's not – and for those that think, oh, Travis, yeah, he just started doing UND Hockey Color. No, he started uh, long before that, and, and, a, and a legendary name in his own right, Pat Sweeney. Uh, was standing side by side with uh, Travis Dunn uh, back in those years, and I know that we wanted an effort to get Pat on today, if only for a couple of minutes, to get his thoughts on that and and everybody giving uh, uh, some tribute or, or telling stories. And Pat joins us today. Hi, Pat. How you doing, my friend? Jack, uh, how are you? It's uh, been a rough couple of days, but we're hanging in there. Yeah, no doubt about it. I I, I think, and Derek mentioned this yesterday. I, I, if there is any kind of therapeutic way. Even though we're all still processing, Pat, it's good to talk about Travis and 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 uh, shed some light on what just a superhuman being he was. And and you guys go back uh, more than just a few years, Pat. Well, we started in actually 1984. Uh, we did the first series we did was uh, Feb- I can remember the date, February 3rd and 4th, 1984, a home series with Wisconsin, and uh, we were a team through 1996. A funny thing though about that. That first game, uh, they have a, a booster lunch here usually on Friday afternoon. You know, that's yeah. kind of a day of, on, on weekends of home hockey and football and basketball games. And so Travis and I went to that, and you know, Coach Gasparini was there, and Coach Jeff Sauer, God rest his soul, the former Wisconsin coach, was there. And but Gino gets up and he looks out in the audience and he sees Travis and he says, "What the heck are you doing, Travis?" You know, Travis played for Gino. Right. And he said, "Travis, what do you think you're doing, wearing a red sweater?" To our booster lunch. <laughs> <laughs> the Wisconsin color. It took him a long time to live that down. Oh, that's <laughs> good. That is good. Yeah, Travis, and for that the matter, you know, obviously not too far removed, Pat, uh, when, he, when he joined you from playing. That, that's right. He was uh, a player here from 78 to 80 and, and played on that. He, I mean, he went out a national champion in his last game. So uh, he, he always would, you know, downplay. I heard some of the conversation last night at six o'clock how he he was so self-deprecating. But uh, I mean, I don't care who you are if you're if you're on a Division One champion, you're doing something right. Yeah, I agree. I mentioned that yesterday. I mean, for the people I know that have talked about him, he always underplayed how well he played, and you you saw this probably more than we did. But he was a factor in that team, right? I mean, he he could hit. He wasn't a you know, a, a big fighter or a goal scorer, but he he did the fundamentals. I mean, I guess you could call him the big fundamental for what he brought to the table. Well, I never saw him play here. I didn't arrive here till '82, so okay. I, I missed his UND career. But he he would always uh, get teased about no goals and I think 62 career games and 13 assists. But he still had that ring. Yeah, not to be judged 
on, uh, you know, how many national people know who you are, you know, that kind of thing. But the hockey community, Pat, uh, with, with Travis's ability that on his various shows that he did and the circle in which he ran, and as you mentioned, Derek, his Rolodex, I mean, who could, oh who could just heavens. text the owner of an NHL team and say, <laughs> can you drop just two tickets? Me and the wife are coming up, you know, that kind of thing. But I, I started to look at social media, and I'm like, wow, you don't realize how many people he has been in contact with that absolutely admired him, Pat, that, for that. Well, I'm glad you mentioned that because that's what struck me yesterday, and it's helped to some degree take the edge off this whole thing. I'm not surprised at the nature of the comments, but to see how many lives this man touched has just been overwhelming. You know, how many people have we seen say he was a great friend or a, a wonderful coworker, a, a genuine, caring, kind soul? And I don't know if it struck you guys, but it sure struck me. The things we're hearing people say about Travis are the same things people said about our good friend Scott Miller yeah. seven years ago. And it's hard to believe that it's been seven years since we lost Scott. And Travis and Scott were good friends. But these guys shared a lot of the same traits. You know, yes. I mean, they were just good, decent people. They connected with people on and off the air, class acts. and beloved by their audience and how lucky were we to have worked with these guys yeah well put pat sweeney joining us today and a long time uh television radio personality and uh, yeah and and for those that don't know pat and scott were as close as, as as two people could be too and we are coming up on that anniversary unfortunately but to me i guess it's a celebration uh of his life that we'll talk about it when did you know uh that that travis could be uh effective and uh, and good on air Pat, because uh, Brad and I were just chatting about this. What when he jumped back in and working with Tim now, really solid uh, on the air again. Doesn't doesn't shock me. Doesn't surprise me. But did you see that early on, Pat? Well, I have to tell you how how this got started. Uh, in late 1983, Channel Eight up here decided they were going to televise that February series in 1984 against Wisconsin, and Dale McCabe was the Channel Eight sports director at that yeah, time. Yeah. I was the weekend sports anchor. And Dale lined up Travis, who was then an assistant coach at Central High School, to do the color. Well, then Dale, in around Christmas time, 1983, he takes another job in town at a radio station, and they move me up. <laughs> and I'll never forget, the first time I met Travis was at a Central practice, and he said to me, now, look, he said, I know McCabe recruited me. I don't want you to feel like you have to use me if you want to bring in your own guy. I said, no, no. I, I said, if Dale says he thinks you can do it. That's good enough for me. And and he was very easy to work with. He knew the game. And, you know, certainly with anybody just jumping into it, there, there are some growing pains, but I didn't, I don't remember them being that difficult. He could, he could translate his knowledge to the typical fan without getting too technical for the casual fan. He didn't talk over heads. Derek, I think you referenced some of that yesterday. Yeah, well, he had a text to bring it up. I yeah. had a, actually, uh, Jack Sunday brought it up yesterday. I mean, just the, I think that the, there's a beauty in that. You could describe term. it in layman's terms. Yep. Yeah, yep. And, and there's he a did beauty it really smooth. Yeah, good stuff on that. I was I was wondered too, Pat. You know, his you know Rose worked in television and worked in media for a long time. You know, I wonder. I mean, he just he was such a natural at it. I wonder how much how much uh, you know he and he and Rose talked about the media good business. Point. I mean, I, 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 that's something I, it doesn't seem to get talked about a lot. You know, I never thought about that. I, I don't know. I suppose they did. I'm, I'm sure, uh, you know, he leaned on her for some some tips or some pointers. But uh, may I just tell you my most embarrassing moment with Travis? I wish you would. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is the first time. It has nothing to do with on the air, but it's the first time I've ever discussed this publicly. 
I single-handedly ruined and spoiled what was supposed to be a surprise birthday party for Travis John. <laughs> and, Sweet uh, dog. There you go. This was, this was back in the 80s, and Rose you know, told all the staff at Channel 8, okay, here's, here's the time, here's the date, here's the place. It's a surprise party. Don't tell them anything. So one day Travis is in our newsroom hanging around, and he's, he knows I'm a Twins fan, and I, I, I'm guessing the Twins are in a slump, and he's, he's really giving it to me. And he, Hey, how about those Twinkies? Hey, those Twinkies are really tearing it up. And I don't like it when people call them the Twinkies. And I said, you know, come on, Travis, knock it off. And he, he just kept pushing it. You know, oh, come on. Now, when are the Twinkies going to turn things around? And When are the Twinkies? Twinkies this, Twinkies that. And he finally pushed my button. And I turned around and I said, look, just for that, I'm not coming to your party. Uh-oh. Oh, no. I did a terrible thing. And I see the look on his face like, what's he talking about? And then I see Rose behind him ready to kill me. No, no, stop, <laughs> don't. And I, and I, in a vain attempt to save this thing, I said, if you have one. You know, I'm not right. coming to the party right. if you right. have one, which, which did nothing to help. Right. Right. If you, so if, they, they uh, had the party. The party went on as scheduled, but everybody knew that I blew it, and you know, and he pretended to act surprised when when he walked in. That's outstanding. But, uh, how Rose talks to me to this day, I'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> Pat Sweeney, Johnny, uh, good stuff, Pat. Today, this is why it was it was great to say we need we need to get a hold of Pat Sweeney uh, today, and then Brad was able to. To connect to you, you know, and, and last but not least, the uh, and we'll talk with Darren Looker here as we kind of look at a little bit more of the X's and O's where Travis would be. Travis every Friday at twelve twenty would pop in and, and boom, and it's odd that I still have on the board here, Pat, on our on our guest board, and I can't take it off, can't erase it as, as we talk. Still working our way through that, but uh, the hockey and and being you said you know being in Grand Forks and and being the the a sportscaster and being the you know the lead sports guy, that hockey community, Pat. What did you learn about the bond, the tightness, the community of hockey in Grand and East Grand, for that matter, too, that area? Well, it's number one. There's no question about it. I mean, hockey is king here. And there is a great affection, a great loyalty uh, from the fans toward the players and vice versa. Uh, People don't forget these guys. And the the guys don't. I mean, look at how many players have come back here to live. Mm. It's, it's just amazing. And, or to coach and work. I mean, you look around, I mean, uh, Central High School is still coached by Grant Peronica. Tyler Palmasino is still coaching at East Grant Forks and on and on. You can, you can just go down the line. It's, uh, it's, it's a bond that I, I don't know. A, a lot of other college hockey areas may not have as strong a bond as we have here. Yeah, and uh, and looking at uh, at how they uh, you know bring these teams back to the ice, and and you see that at Ralph Engelstead Arena, and the, the pictures put up with Travis, uh, you you couldn't see a guy that was more proud, uh, as you said at times, self-deprecating and all that. But let's not kid ourselves; he played a part, uh, but so proud of of uh, his relationships and and what he was able to do. Right, Pat? Right. You know, we we just hit it off from the start. Uh, I was very lucky. Uh, we took our job seriously, but we didn't take ourselves too seriously. You know, we, it was just TV. It wasn't brain surgery. Right. We were the same age. We, we, we both grew up uh, rooting for teams in the old world hockey association. He, he was a Winnipeg guy. So he followed the jets and I, I followed the Minnesota fighting saints. And in fact, you know, he did something very nice for me 
years ago, I think the Hanson brothers were in the FM area. You know, Hanson brothers. Sure. From they were putting on the foil. Yeah. All the, all those guys played for the Fighting Saints uh, in St. Paul, and Travis got all three of them to autograph one of their posters just for me. I still have it, and it's uh, framed and hanging on a wall at my home, and I'll always treasure that. Oh, that is fantastic. That is, uh, boy, I wish. Guys, don't you wish you'd have been there when Pat said, "I'm not coming." To, that I'm not going to come into your party. I wish I could have been there, That's, just to watch the bailout, just to watch Swede, just try to find the. I mean, what party? I mean, I don't think there's going to be a party. If there were a party, I, yeah, you just dug a hole and you just dug further in, <laughs> didn't you, Pat? It, it reminds me a little bit of like an Office episode, really. Right, I mean, right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, you know, he, he he pushed the right button, and I totally blew the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. And now and now we know not to bring up the word Twinkies in front of Pat Swinney, too. That's, That's right. Uh, Oh, I hate that, too. That's why I like you so much, Pat. (laughs) Hey, uh, Pat, uh, great to to connect. Shame on us for for being so long until we've connected. uh, So so let's uh, let's do it again sometime and walk down a little memory lane, if that's all right with you. Listen, listen, guys, I I really appreciate uh, just being able to laugh today because that's been tough the last few days. So thank you for the conversation. Fantastic. Pat, appreciate it, buddy. Have a good weekend if you got me. Thank you. you too. Pat Sweeney joining us. Uh, legendary uh, Pat uh, Sweeney, you know, long.